That's okay. A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event campus around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rul Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukas, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Live from WC in San Francisco, we are here in our podcast studio um, with Mulemba Mungwa. And Mulemba is um, um, actually almost graduate um, from our uh, very uh, last class we did, like our very last cohort. Um, and she is super excited. We met at uh, IMAX America. Um, and um, you learned about this program. Um, MPI guided you through our booth. And you said, like, I want to sign up. Where do I sign up? Right, so and I, I think that, that was the easiest and quickest conversion from <laughs> what is event design, and I like to be, become a certified event designer. So, welcome, Mulengwa. My name is Rul Frissen, and I'm um, delighted to join you. My name is Rudy Hansen, and uh, Mulengwa, tell us your story. How, how, how did this go? I was hypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think I 2019, I kind of decided I was gonna um, find, you know, I was gonna find programs to um, legitimize my craft. So I've been in the practice for about 15 years. So I came across the CMM program, which was uh, an MPI certification. So I had to do that in Indiana. And um, after investing everything, <laughs> In March, COVID struck. So that was November. And because I had these big plans about how I was going to get all the big jobs after I got my certification. And then COVID struck. So I think um, I got my certification in March, well, end of February. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the time it was basically, um, yeah, the pandemic and then went through the pandemic for a whole year. Mm -hmm. And... I think during the pandemic is when I kind of pivoted into advocacy for the industry because I realized um, there was a lot of people that may have been in the industry but without the um, qualification. So we are kind of an industry that thrives on experience and doesn't value education. So on continent Africa, I realized very quickly that there was actually no learning paths for meeting professionals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So business events, maybe for people that were doing certain events, maybe the wedding planners, there were some that were coming from a hospitality background, but with the specialization uh, for business events, um, I realized there was no program that was um, 
designed to kind of take you through a process mm -hmm. so equip you with the relevant skills mm -hmm. so i kind of petitioned mpi to um, find a way to get to africa and we've been having that conversation now for almost two years but we've made considerable progress so um i hadn't participated in any um, industry events during um, my 15 years so I would do certain events but not specific for planners like myself so IMX became like okay let me go out and see what this is mm -hmm. so since I'm advocating for industry growth for industry structuring let me see what the industry actually looks like yeah and you guys then hypnotized me yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah so it was kind of when i came to imx las vegas which was um november 2022 yeah mm -hmm. um i think i i got curious like most people that are doing um the little sticky notes right now mm -hmm. it kind of looked like something fun to do mm -hmm. but because there was this need to keep coming back to the booth like you started one thing and you guys really had us by the heartstrings because you sold us <laughs> mm. <laughs> i remember the project was we're doing something some some uh, design giving, for good yes mm -hmm. we're doing a design for good so for that right kind of yeah. yeah so that kind of uh, played to your okay. heartstrings and yes and today i have my um, almost pin for my ZED. So yeah, it's been that type of a journey. Very, I, I honestly was not going to be converted if you had sold me on a pamphlet. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. the experience, the experience the, yeah. Yeah, was more... I, th I think by now people were listening to this podcast like, okay, Mulemba Mungwa, um, Africa. Can you explain where you're from and um, yeah, what do you do? Okay, that's where we should have started. So <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so, um, yes, I come from uh, Lusaka, Zambia. It's in Central Africa. But what uh, makes my country amazing is it is home to the Victoria Falls, mm -hmm. one of the world's uh, original natural wonders of the world. Mm -hmm. So we have the Victoria Falls, but we have about 30 other beautiful water bodies. And um, we have, we're a kind of a destination that does both um, leisure and uh, business tourism. So I've found myself, I, I've found myself working in business events, specializing in government to government um, engagements, because that is what, um, there's a lot of activity in business, uh, uh, sorry at high level like government to government meetings so mm -hmm. for those of you that know Zambia or you're going to hear about Zambia the first thing you hear about is how we're a very peaceful country so that peace has accorded us to be this um, hub of conversation for the last 50 years so we have these meetings everybody wants to come there to have these conversations all the rotational meetings so I think um, We've never really looked at ourselves as a destination for conversation mm -hmm. until the pandemic. So everything pre-pandemic used to come to us. We've never actually actively gone. We don't even have a convention bureau. Mm -hmm. But now we are in the process of having a convention bureau. So mm -hmm. it's it's been quite a learning curve. And yes, you guys are invited to come and bungee jump 
So we have wow. one of, yeah. <laughs> and you can Google uh, the devil's pool. So we have what is called the devil's pool. I, I think I did share a picture in the class. So yeah, that is Zambia and how we ended up here. So Mulemo, tell us, being a destination conversation, that's a fascinating place to be. How do, how do you think the conversations that we're having here in San Francisco at the World Education Conference and potentially next year at uh, you know, the destination in Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, in the Cariba, Mexico, and in, 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 uh, in the region of um, you know, uh, Riviera Maya, how do you think destinations influence the conversation? Um, I think like me, most people have ended up in the profession by accident. Mm -hmm. So we, we have primarily invested so many years in selling what we believe is the best because nobody is going to tell you their destination is not as good as the next person. So everybody sells the best. So I think there's always, there's a saying that I won't say um, in my language, but mm -hmm. it's like oh, please somebody... Do. Please do. <laughs> so it's um, so it's a child that never leaves the house will be more like will believe that the mom knows best like the mom's okay. food is the best because yeah. they've never eaten anything else yes so coming to <laughs> coming to events such as these are always opportunities for growth for exposure yeah. and also what can we do better because it kind of wakes you up but also I think it's a recharge mm. so for me what what this does being um, a back office person because mm. I'm always in the back and making things happen and making people run around mm -hmm. being in a place like this kind of gives you the opportunity to be at the party without getting worried about anything so and you know that everybody among peers so everybody has the kind of same feeling like yesterday on the baseball pitch. That was very nice. We missed that. We were having another conversation yeah. in a small in a small group. Yeah. I did oh hear the story no. from from my son who was who was. You know, I I heard a story when he came back. Uh, the Oracle Park experience it was was pretty fascinating, right? Oh no, you couldn't have missed that. That <laughs> is so sad. So experience just what what you experienced just to, just for those people that are listening to the podcast as well that might not be here in San Francisco. What uh, what was yesterday evening like? Okay, so yesterday evening was kind of um, so Monday. I get an email because I was here for um, a workshop, so I get an email early in the morning. Um, there's going to be a traffic jam and all that. So I'm not really a huge, well, I watch American football, so mm -hmm. I know that the Super Bowl happened and mm -hmm. I didn't think there was anything bigger than the Super Bowl in America. So I am coming on 4th Street mm -hmm. downtown yes. at 8.30 in the morning. Yes. Oh my God. There's a celebration of the Warriors having won the basketball. That was so traumatizing because I don't <laughs> think I have ever seen people being that happy on a really? Monday morning. <laughs> it was so shocking. The power of events. Yes, like just being in that mood and being the only person that seemed to not know what was happening was kind of... I know people were watching me and thinking... Wow. How can you I was not like, know? Yeah. I was like in this really bright pink outfit. So <laughs> it must have been quite interesting for them to see someone turn around. Not wearing a warrior shirt, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. But for me, that was like 
welcome to San Francisco. Like I had a whole parade in my honor. So, yeah, I took Everybody it. Everybody came out to celebrate yes. you arriving in San Francisco. And yeah, they had this confetti that was going, you know. Mm. So yesterday, um, I think Drew from MPI did mention you need to come in your favorite baseball team. Like, I don't think he's talking to me, you know, like. And I did not, for the life of me, envision any part of that because I just thought it was going to be like, maybe you go to a clubhouse and, you know, there's like a VIP section that they've put out. Never in a million years did I walk in and it was like this huge. And when we're walking in the big screen, had like you, the people that were walking in, so you were like projected on the screen. So that was quite... This is the baseball The baseball pitch, field, right? yeah, yes. Baseball field. And yeah, I come from Africa, so kind of know nothing about baseball, but I know a bit of what I watch from the movies. Yes. So yeah, I went into the batting cage. You, there was also the opportunity to experience a batting cage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I stood in line. I watched five people ahead of me. I said, no, <laughs> I'm not going to stand in the way of a shooting ball. So I I just took pictures on the side and walked away with my dignity. (laughs) Yeah, but it was it was it was a tremendous, tremendous experience. And I think that is what um, that is what events do Mm -hmm. because they show this once in a lifetime, they're like an opportunity. So never I know there's a lot of Americans here that may never ever walk on the pitch like I did, but because of um, MPI because of this event we were able to experience that so it's something that I don't take for granted mm-hmm. but then what it does is for the next destination how are they going to top that experience exactly. so and that's exactly what's being designed behind yes. us uh, just to paint a picture as you're only listening to this audio uh, we're sitting in Moscone Center on the second level where the big bright um, uh, look outside into San Francisco and behind us there's the event design uh, studio, uh, the lab where we design the 2023 edition, and uh, our colleague Garrett Yeston is there with uh, a team of uh, five, six people thinking on behalf of MPI's CEO what his stake is in, and MPI's stake is in this future event design. Now, you mentioned you at IMAX America first ran into this. Um, you were pulled by the heartstrings into that design project. Now you've just gone through the uh, event design certificate program in in, uh, in last year's cohort. This year. This this year's cohort, correct? Yeah, the, the January cohort. We're already in June of this year. How do you? How was that experience for you? Uh, learning together with a whole bunch of people. And the first question you ask: Who else is here from the cohort? I remember when you walked up. Um, how was the EDC Level Three experience? And how? Um, how did you come out the other end of the experience now being a certified event designer? So having gone through uh, like two programs back to back, this particular one was extremely different because mm-hmm. I think I, you know, some relationships, some bonds were formed, mm-hmm. mainly because I think we went through grueling eight hour <laughs> design sprints. <laughs> Yeah, like we went through like the initial uh, boot camp mm-hmm. was a virtual one, and then we had um, people from different parts of the world. So it wasn't like I was going in; I'm the only person that is from outside America. So that was um, initially like here, I'll probably be the only person from Africa. So 
I kind of yeah. But with with the class, it was it was quite different because we had Sean that was working in a different time zone. So he's in Taiwan. Yes, yeah. and um, we had the class assignment that was uh, coming out of Europe. So it was quite a mix, and um, I think uh, the learning that we did was not just uh, from the science of events, but also human connection, even without the face-to-face. And so you, uh, I like I liked your your quote on on um, yeah leaving 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 your own country, leaving your own region, leaving your own city. That's what you do, right? So you you actually go and travel like like MX Americas, like MPI now. Um, can you compare the live online version of what we did to flying out and experiencing an event in person? How is that? How is that comparison? Well, how was that? How was that experience um, seeing all of this live? And now you've gone through a live online session. Or so this feels like um, the reward, <laughs> the mm-hmm. end of a really long, uh, excruciating class. So it's it's. Um, I think it's one of those because of how you guys designed this canvas you make it seem so easy this stuff is not easy it's like so hard to get through because you have to um, empathize nobody taught us that before so it's hard to, to be somebody else right? Yes. to think on somebody else's behalf so like this now um, whatever comes out of here will literally um having conversations about how does this person feel what are they hearing and this is like what is actually being said here and now whereas previously we were working with um, scenarios Mm -hmm. this is a live situation that people are going to be able to compare to next year based on how good a job is done here so I think for (laughs) for me I think um the online class and being able to because it's such um, it's such a detail requiring process Mm -hmm. I think it is better online Mm -hmm. I think if I were to have done it like come for a boot camp you know taken only three four days the level of concentration that is needed because you know, I don't have the advantage of the classroom or you picking on somebody else. It's like I am alone in my class with others, but I, you know, I am accountable and responsible solely. So there's that shift in sharing the... That's an interesting perspective, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite very... Yeah, you guys need to not do that to adults anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yet 500 people have gone through it successfully so No, far. like it's so, they never tell you the truth. It is such a life-changing, like, I would throw away half the stuff I've learned so far. Yeah. Because this is something that the six months that I did this, even just sitting with um, I've been doing events and I think they used to come out pretty good. Mm-hmm. But having to 
sit through a process that um, sieved, you know, where you've got this whole like long list of things, feelings, people, and you have to sieve and really go through, you know, and come out with something that is then going to be that event. Yes. That is quite hard. Yes. Adults about 40s, our brain cells are gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's it's quite. Um, I would recommend it for everybody really that does uh, business events or somebody that is expected to have a return on an event. Yeah. Like this is something worth investing in. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. good comes easy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You've you've taken your team through it very successfully. We saw your project uh, submitted very recently. Um, if you compare using the brain power of other people, because you orchestrate the brain power to get your design done, mm -hmm. um, how was the help of your cohort members in achieving the finish line? How was that experience? So I remember um, asking for an extension because I had <laughs> I had life happen in between, mm -hmm. but then um, I hadn't used uh, an online canvas before, yes. so I have everything analog style that I need to digitize and it was so um, so I called you in panic <laughs> and you're like okay it seems your problem is just using just ask one of your classmates so I did reach out to a few of them and I think throughout the process I did also have at some point people also reach out to me so there was this kind of back to school helped me with my assignment like there's this I know I think I reached out to Stacy maybe yeah. about 5 a.m. her time mm -hmm. and I sent her a text and she's like oh I just woke up and I found this what do you need you know yeah. like without even You're like friends from class yes, helping each yes, other right? yes. no one left behind in the cold mm -hmm. yeah. so that was quite good maybe it was just unique to our cohort and we would like to make it unique, but we were quite um, a band. It is, and mm -hmm. we'd like to get the band together. So one of the things we announced three weeks ago at uh, IMAX in Frankfurt is the fact that we are doing an event design summit uh, on the Sunday, 9 October, just before IMAX America 2022. Mm -hmm. So you're cordially invited to that, obviously, to if you will be coming to Las Vegas for IMAX uh, America. And this is an opportunity to actually meet all of those people that are also certified event designers or almost certified event designers helping them to you know cross the final stretch the final line um, and as we're as we're uh, going through this podcast i can see that garrett behind us is um, is now currently recapping the um, the event canvas of mpi's position for uh, wec next year 2023 what what are some of the things that you think um could be part of an experience next year at a World Education Congress, from your perspective. What, you have some ideas, some things that you think you'd like to um, um, MPI to consider for next year. I I would really like to see how you're gonna top um, the baseball experience, <laughs> and I had a whole parade. So take me experience? as yes. Yeah. So take yeah. me as a key stakeholder and look at it from what you know my my needs and my needs are for you to. But no, I think the learning, um, the classes, uh, the workshops, I think those are quite uh, good. Like the 
four or five hour ones. Mm -hmm. We did have a dip dive on, on um, Monday. And I think a bit more of those because we do so. I mean, I like that I can go an hour here, an hour there. Mm -hmm. But the knowledge transfer that happens in the workshop style, dedicated half day, full days, mm -hmm. that is what most of us actually need. So the yeah. programs, yeah, like a bit longer sessions. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like master classes. Master classes. Mm -hmm. And, and I think the way that you've experienced this at Ibex America might be, you know, some ideas we can take along. Again, filtered through the desired behavior change because that's what creates the value, right? Um, now, this is day two of three. Mm -hmm. What are you expecting for uh, tomorrow and the journey back? What, what, do you, what are you taking away from the World Education Congress? So, I am going through... Um, most of the flow like mm -hmm. I'm going door to door mm -hmm. mainly because for me I am not your regular attendee but because I'm trying to see how can we replicate this for mm -hmm. Africa really mm -hmm. if we're gonna set up um, MPI Africa mm -hmm. this is something that would like to do so mm -hmm. that is kind of where I'm coming from with what I'm seeing mm -hmm. but I think for it being day two yesterday was such a high Maybe today we're deflating. <laughs> Let's deflate a bit. Because I think tomorrow is a big one again because it's the close, it's the climax. So I think for today, it's kind of nice to go through the campfires, to go through the chats. So I'm gonna take it a bit slow today. I hope they don't have any more adrenaline. So, Mulemba, <laughs> we also have something we have never done in a podcast. You're the first in a podcast who is graduating, graduating in a podcast. <laughs> and from pr production-wise, this is the worst thing because I'm, I'm using my iPhone and, and through, through, my, through the mic. What, what you cannot see is the confetti that's flying around right? And what you also cannot see, there is a pin. And that pin is actually uh, there to put on your jacket. Nobody's taking a picture or a video. Well, and we will, we will, right? Um, and we were, we actually are looking oh. to do that in this uh, particular on, podcast. We'll actually do it live on Instagram. Hold on, just allow me to start start the Instagram. There we go. So if, if you're listening to this podcast, look up on um, hashtag event canvas. You will see the live reel that's being taken right now. Oh my God. Are we ready? We're live now on the Instagram. This is the first live podcast recorded pinning of our CD, yeah. Mulemwa. Mulemwa Mungwa from Zambia. Zambia is now officially being inaugurated as a certified event designer on site. Look at this. In the Moscone Center in San Francisco at the World Education Congress. And show the pin. And here we go. I'm so jealous of me. You're so jealous <laughs> of you. Mulemwa, fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, we Thank are, you so much. We are actually honored that from the cohort number 35, I think this was, mm -hmm. from the January 2022 Aww. class, you traveled all the way over to San Francisco from Zambia <laughs> and that we're able to meet in person and do the graduation whilst we're recording a podcast. This is a real first. And in the backdrop, uh, we see that WEC 2023 is being um, uh, designed. We even have birds flying in the, in the space here. I just saw oh, that to celebrate. 
Guys, Garrett. Fantastic. We actually have a graduation that has just gone on here in the podcast itself. Let's congratulate Mulemwa for becoming a certified event designer. This is what it looks like in practice. Okay, <laughs> thank you so, so much. So let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, Mulemwa, um, we hope you bring um, the, our thinking to, um, to Africa to uh, spread the word. I, I think you're already doing that um, as we speak, being an ambassador um, for, um, for us, for the methodology, uh, looking at, at how, to, how to land that further in, in Africa. That is what we are trying to, uh, trying to get at. Um, but super nice um, uh, of you coming by, being our guest in our podcast, and being the first who ever got their um, um, pin and their um, certified event designer pin in a podcast. So that's uh, that's something we, we won't forget. So now it has to be uh, part of every week. <laughs> oh yeah, that we have a graduation yes. oh, yeah. on site. Yeah. So, if if you're interested in joining us in Riviera Maya and be our next guest that can graduate as a certified event designer in 2023, you have two more chances, I think, right, to be to, to do yep. that. Um, and uh, this is part of what you now have as had as an experience. Yes. Uh, this was designed on the fly, and uh, we're happy that you, you can join us. One more question, Willem. Mm -hmm. We have a tradition of asking people that are on our podcast to see if one year from today we could invite you for the second edition of the year plus one version of today's conversation. So we will extend an invitation to you for uh, next year, June Mexico. 2023, in which we will look back at what your achievements have been over this past year. And this is part of our venture to capture stories around design to change. Uh, because change doesn't seem to happen day by day, but if you look back a year, you can see the dramatic changes in everything that you do or things that are happening around us. Yeah. I would love to have that conversation next year with you again. I will see you in Mexico. But before I go, mm -hmm. word of warning, mm -hmm. if you're going to take the class, mm -hmm. when the residential ends, they tell you to do the assignment. Yes. Don't leave it until the end. Don't leave it until the end. Yes. Right? So do it quicker, immediately. The quicker you get started, the easier it is. Yes. Right? It looks easy. It is not and they use little drawings, yeah. <laughs> that stuff is harder than it looks, but yes, well worth um, the investment of time, of money. I would not recommend this class any harder, but yes, please sign up. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage. 